0: How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into today's subject. Um, actually, uh, this broke news today. Um, Congress finally got its act together and approved the $900 billion COVID rescue package that they were planning on uh, doing for quite some time. There was a lot of back and forth on this, and I just want to give a lot of praise to the people that have been holding out and haven't gone home uh to their home states to beat the living shit out of their senators and and republicans because this is this is honestly a joke. Like I don't think anyone should be happy about how long this took. Um I mean, let me rephrase that. You should be happy that uh that I guess we're, you know, people are getting something, especially those that are are in the worst um worst positions of their lives right now, that they're gonna be getting something, but honestly, this is this is so paltry compared to what is really needed right now to help this country really come out of the the really horrible situation that it's in at the moment. And so we have this long um sorry about that. I was just uh dang ads on the news. Um <laughs> Essentially, it's so crazy. So, essentially, like, so many programs, essentially, so many programs ended at the end of July. And then there were, like, some rollovers on, on certain other programs. And like the extra $600 a week ended um, for unemployed individuals after July. Anyone that got laid off after July, which was a lot of people, didn't ever get the chance to benefit from that $600 a week program, which is so stupid, to be honest. And so they were only getting their state unemployment, which their state unemployment, if you think about it, was, I mean, anywhere in the scope of like, 200 to maximum $300 a week. I mean, unless you're living in California, which I think is probably like $400 a week. But imagine living in California with $400 a week in income. You're not going to be able to live there with that much money. And so people were definitely struggling. And essentially, uh, I've talked about this this past week. There are people that are, are... and really horrible situations. One third, one third of working Americans, or 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 working capable, or just adults. One third of adults are either late on their mortgage, uh, or they're late on their rent payments at the moment, and that is unbelievable. That's worse than the financial crisis of two thousand eight, and all of these people are, are just getting temporary assistance, temporary assistance, and like. The eviction moratorium that got pushed off for a month, right so it's been pushed off, pushed off, pushed off, and essentially, these people have debt and debt and debt, and these landlords are not getting paid, not getting paid, not getting paid and <laughs> out of the nine hundred billion dollars twenty five i think it's twenty five billion yep twenty five billion went for rental assistance and eviction moratorium extension twenty five billion that is nothing. And I don't think people should get a freebie. I'm not I'm not saying that either. But uh, something needs to be done. And if that does mean a freebie for everyone, then then it needs to be given to them because the worst case scenario is letting all of these people at the end of the eviction moratorium just go get kicked off to the curb and and get evicted by their landlords. The landlords are scrambling to get people to to become new tenants in their their properties property value depreciates dramatically. I mean, you're talking about one of the worst case scenarios ever. And we've been we've known about this for quite some time and yet it took this long. There were talks about something like this going on at the end of July and like getting something done and nothing ever got passed. And it was because each side, both Democrats and Republicans were using this um, you know, needed money, needed funds for people as a bargaining chip for different things and different uh, agendas that they had. So now what, what people are getting is instead of the $600 a week, they're getting $300 extra a week on top of their uh, unemployment that they're getting, which is, you know, it's not bad. Um, I think that's a little bit more reasonable uh, if that was rolled out five months ago. <laughs> Like there are so many people in debt right now. Like they're trying to catch up on all their bills and this $300 a week. And the other thing too is the $300 a week, I think it's only for like 15 weeks, right? I would have been cool with $300 a week if it was like past after July, right? Like the the July $600 a week ended. Okay, great. Let's roll out $300 a week. There's no way we're going to afford and pay people more than what, They could potentially make a minimum wage. And I agree with that stance. And I think that $300 a week would have been perfect after July. But now going into December, five months after the fact, and this money uh, supposedly, again, this is up to the states, it's going to take the states another two two weeks to a month to get this money rolled out to people. So yeah, people have gone five months plus without seeing any additional money on top of their state benefits. Um, during the slowest, essentially the slowest period in uh, in America when it comes to like retail work and, and hospitality, I mean, retail is the exception, but Christmas is over. like That's it. There's no, there's no other, like between December and April is like literally one of the worst, like three months. This like, uh, January, February, March are like one of the slowest three months ever except for like back to school i guess but still it's 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 pretty bad you have 20 billion dollars going for coronavirus testing efforts which i think is not enough uh I, just when you hear that number it just doesn't sound enough like i feel like we should be putting a lot more money behind like getting immediate testing because one of the ways that you can reduce the impact of this of this pandemic is getting like super fast testing like where you get tested and within an hour or less, you know exactly if you're infected or not. Like if we can and make that cheap enough where people can constantly be doing this, right? And so you could, in theory, make it so that like employers could have this technology, and if, uh, if employees want to give off that, give you know they can. I don't know if they can require that. That's it's such a gray area. Like I don't know. Like the whole forcing people to have a vaccine to work, I don't think is allowed. And maybe testing, I guess, is taking temperature going too far. I don't, I don't know. It's all, it's such a gray area. But I think because of pandemics, like you, some things can like some some areas where like your your liberties and securities, I I guess would have to like go away, like HIPAA law because HIPAA law essentially protects you from disclosing any kind of health information to anyone and, and no one can force you to give that, give up that information. It's like supposed to be super protected. And so if you have COVID, I don't know if that's like something that you are forced to have to uh, report to someone. I think it's kind of fucked up if you don't, but I don't think it can be forced upon you to uh, report that as well. I don't know. It's weird. I have to look up, look that information up. Um, they're let's see here they're doing a paycheck protection program which i think is another failed program but 284 billion dollars is going towards that with 15 billion dedicated to funding for live venues independent movie theaters and cultural institutions <laughs> movie theaters are so screwed because of this pandemic the 15 billion dollars is not enough it does say independent movie theater so i'm assuming just like i don't even know what's considered independent like one theater that's not part of a chain. That's that's kind of horrible. Um, and two hundred eighty-four billion dollars. I don't think it's enough at this point with so many biz- businesses struggling. Like, I honestly don't think that this is enough money. Like, this money, this would have been perfect if they rolled this out at the end of July, and just kind of it, it would have cost the country absolutely not that much more income or not, not that much more in uh, expenditures if they had done this in July. But because they're doing it now, it just doesn't seem like it's enough. It doesn't, it's, it's like too late at this point. It's, it's good that something at least came out, but it just, it doesn't seem like it's going to make any level of difference. And it sounds like a lot of economists are also seeing eye to eye with that as well, because the markets just did not take well to this food stamps, uh, increasing, I guess that's good. Um, a tax credit to support employers offering paid sick leave. Okay. $7 billion to bolster broadband access to help Americans connect remotely during the pandemic. That's cool. I don't know if $7 billion is going to do anything, but uh, we'll rescind $429 billion in unused funds provided by the CARES Act for the Federal Reserve's emergency lending facilities. I guess they're taking back $429 billion that wasn't used. Is that what that means? (laughs) Um, $82 Eighty two billion for education providers like schools and colleges, including aid to help reopen classrooms safely, and ten billion for child care assistance. These numbers just don't seem like they're enough. Twenty billion to buy vaccines and make the vaccine available on no charge for anyone who needs it. Who's that, that part doesn't make sense to me? Who needs it? I mean, technically you would argue that every American needs it so we can get back to a normal lifestyle, but okay. Eight billion like if you charge people for a COVID for vac- COVID nineteen vaccine within the next two years, that's just really stupid. <laughs> Honestly. Like even if they're not essential workers, like you need people to be working. Like in the future, if if the strain isn't that powerful and it's just like more like you just want to have the vaccine because you just want to have it, sure, charge for it. But like right now, everyone needs to needs to be getting that vaccine if they're willing to take it. Um what else we got here? Uh I think I, I think I talked about everything. Uh Congress drops 500 million for states to bolster election security from final spending package. It's just a joke. It's just I don't I honestly don't think it's enough. Uh the $300 is for 11 weeks. Right? So a week. And then everyone's getting – yeah, so everyone's getting a direct payment of $600 per adult and child. But, again, that's nothing, literally nothing. (laughs) Dude, our tax – we've effing paid taxes for moments like these. And these guys are using what we pay into the system – in the, in the dumbest ways possible. Honestly, this is just so stupid. So stupid. There really shouldn't be, honestly, there shouldn't be a federal income tax anymore. And you should just leave, leave it up to the states, right? Leave the states up, up to them to just charge whatever level of, of state tax they want to charge. And then states will have to compete against one another. But, like... Uh, and then you could maybe have like a small federal tax, like maybe 2%, 3% to pay for like the military and like Medicare handled by the States, uh, like, uh, social security handled by the States, you know, give them a, a tax credits to people and, and just let the States handle it. Right. Uh, because honestly, this is just a joke. This is just ridiculous five freaking months to get this done five freaking months and it's not even enough this shit is not gonna do anything <laughs> this is the, and I cannot wait to see how they address that like everyone being so behind on on their payments let me just let me just look up how many people behind rent and mortgage? Uh So this is as of no, that's October. Let's see is there anything closer? Okay, here we go. Here here we go. This is uh This is fucking sad. This is the uh December 7th. The the headline is millions of Americans are heading into the holidays unemployed and over $5,000 behind on rent. Millions. And 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 again, remember You're getting $600 per adult and $300 every week additional on top of your state's unemployment, which by the way you pay into you and your employers pay into this. um, So it's not like it's just free money that's coming to you You pay into this. It's one of the things that pisses me off about when people are like, what do you want? Just like a hand-me-down from the government. It's like, no, you, you crazy fucking people, you pay into this. Right. And in moments like these, That money needs to be coming back to keep and prop up the markets so that we don't put ourselves in a position where we go through another financial crisis. And so many special interest people would love another financial crisis. You know, on paper, they would say, no, we don't want that. It looks bad. Give me a break. like In recent times, billionaires, a proven record, look at the financial crisis of 2008, who made the biggest... Who made the most after the financial crisis of 2008? Billionaires. Billionaires. They loved it because they had enough money to survive the crash. And then when everything was so cheap, of course, you're going to dump all your money into the markets. It's not going to get any worse. And you're just going to see your money just quadruple, essentially, in value. And the same thing happened again during this pandemic. Again, the people impacted the most were the people in middle class and lower. And then the people that are are benefiting the most are billionaires from from this so they would want the markets to crash almost because when you have markets that crash essentially it's millions of jobs lost it becomes an employer system it's like i this idea of a cyclical cycle of like uh where you have growth and then recessions and sometimes and rarities you have depressions and then you have like growth again and then recessions. I feel like it's almost effing force at this point. Like it's, it's, it doesn't need to be cyclical. This is so stupid how this stuff is working out. Uh, anyways, going nearly, <laughs> nearly 12 million renters, 12 million renters will owe an average of $5,900 in bank rent and utilities by January. Moody's analytics warns: Moody's analytics warns. last month, 9 million renters said that they were behind on rent according to census bureau survey. That is so crazy. That is so wild. 12 million individuals unemployed. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's, You know, that's nothing, right? In the scope of like 180 million working adults, even though probably a good third of those working adults are probably coming near to retirement. And so the people that are suffering the most are probably a good portion of them and a good portion of younger individuals. (laughs) This is fucking stupid. This is crazy. Look at the housing debt among unemployed renters has spiked in March $558 $558 behind April 715 May. And then it, it just, it goes up, up like in July, 2000 and uh, $80 September, $3,300 in December, 5,400 effing dollars. Is the average. There are some people that are probably higher than that. Clearly, if that's the average, there are probably people that owe like 10,000, $12,000. Then these people are, they're never going to pay it. They're never going to pay it. And so they're going to get evicted eventually because there's not a program out there that's going to like give them back to pay for that. It's so stupid. This fucking honestly, if you think that things are going to get better, 2021 is.